0: what is up everyone welcome to the cub cooker supernatural podcast let me orient this there you go that way i'm not taking up the whole screen welcome if you are listening on the podcast thank you for being here we've grown the listener base on our podcast exponentially Um, we're live right now on tiktok uh, facebook welcome thank you guys for being here I'm going to be talking today. I'm going to do a shorter podcast today, but this I'm going to do it shorter because some people have said, hey, I need to get to the point, point," and I'm not going to do that every day. Normally, I do my hour-long where I continue to ramble and share ideas and answer questions. Today, I want to get to the point and get everybody on the same page. If you're con- continuing to watch this channel so you understand more what I'm about, and I'm going to introduce what's called the ancient astronaut theory. If you have not heard of that, um, it's something on um, ancient aliens that they talk about a lot. So, uh, a- astronaut theory. I'm going to look it up so I can read it exactly. So, ancient astronauts. So, or ancient aliens refers to. Uh, What they're considering pseudoscientific hypothesis, Uh, which means it's not proven. I mean, none of this is proven. You know, the Bible isn't proven. Uh, Ancient aliens aren't proven. Uh, Extraterrestrials aren't proven. God isn't proven. All of that stuff. But for those of us that believe, that have faith, uh, we have all the proof we need. We have all the experiences we need. We have all the testimonies we need. Uh, We have all the historical scriptures and um, all the data that we need. So, why is this important to talk about? And I want you guys to see this. This is a piece of art I just made today. Um, I think it is absolutely, absolutely uh, beautiful. And it is called, uh, let me look up what it's called. I named it today. Um, It is called Sacred Arrival. Um, And I think it's beautiful. You've got a multicolored... UFO type object over a beautiful church. I mean, this is where technology, these higher realms of technology. We know we've we've called them angels before. We've called them sons of God, the shiny ones, as we talked about yesterday with the birth of Noah story. And then we have this ancient faith, this, these ancient traditions, which I think all of this is beautiful. By the way, a lot of you guys think that I'm down on uh, church stuff. And, and that's not the case. I am very much, uh, I love all our ancient traditions. I love ancient scripture. I love so many of the different faith traditions, um, because to me, they all hold a piece of this sacred picture, uh, that we're all trying to figure out, right guys? Like we're all just trying to understand what we're here for, what we're supposed to be doing, who are we really? And tomorrow, I'm going to have a very special live stream where I'm going to talk about two different types of magic. Uh, I'm going to talk about now, and don't get freaked out because I'm not talking. I'm not telling you to go out and do magic, but I I do want to talk about the Order of Melchizedek, which Christ is the High Priest of the Order of Melchizedek, and then I want to talk about the scribes, and I want to look at the type of sorcery that the scribes in the Bible would have been engaged in, um, and that we even see that type of thing still today, I believe, just my opinion, but I'm going to reveal a lot of that tomorrow, so for today, um, I just wanted to talk about sacred arrival, and whether you believe extraterrestrials are actually going to come down and enlighten humanity, or you believe that they are um, not good, and that they're actually going to deceive people, um, you know, I have opinions on all of those different points, I think, a mix of all of that is probably going to happen. Uh, but I do think that this is a beautiful image and a representation of we know we've been visited. If you're, if you're like me and you have the type of faith I do, then you know in your heart of hearts that we've been visited by these extraterrestrials. Certain people called them gods. We see in the Bible um, that even in Jude 1.6, I wanted to read this today, it says, "...and the angels who did not stay within their own position of authority but left their proper dwelling. He is kept in eternal chains under gloomy darkness until the judgment of the great day. So if that verse is 100%, like 100, hundred hundred percent true, and I believe the Bible is true, um, but also I believe you have human interpretation of what they heard and saw. So are all of them in chains? I mean, it sounds like they are. So what we're seeing now and the abductee, testimonials we have now those would technically still be working for the most high god uh the way i understand it so um anyway so maybe ufo beans are watching us like we watch tv the watchers absolutely and i talked yesterday about the shiny ones or the watchers that enoch hung out with uh because they were just parked over the planet they're parked in different areas over these deserts literally watching people kind of managing the early stages of humanity Um, and if you look at a lot of ancient texts, you see that same thing. So probably is mixed on that. Yes, absolutely. Thank you guys. So, um, let's see, uh, demons, uh, demons are liars. So, uh, I don't believe these are demons because of the biblical definition of demons. Biblical definition of demons are that they are, um, souls without a place to go. They can't ascend and they can't descend, So they are tortured and tormented and therefore they just kind of latch on to people and do the same thing. It's not uh, in the sense that we've kind of made it in our religions where a demon will like whisper something in your ear and get you to do stuff. It's more like those are the things that would cause ailments and stuff or what was believed in Bible times to do that. Uh, So that's just a scriptural definition, but I certainly don't know, nor do I want to know about demonology or anything like that that's not my thing that's not why I do this channel Uh, but I do this channel to kind of creatively look at faith spirituality and paranormal Um, and this beautiful beautiful picture I've got this on a couple of things on my shop now we just did a shirt of this I'll show you guys at the end uh, of this sacred arrival and it looks amazing on a shirt so if you guys want to support this channel that's the best way you can if you don't like the merchandise and you don't want my book Uh, You can donate directly to me because I've I've had several people do that. So thank you guys so much for all your support. Um, Let's see. Um, Okay, cool. So just real quick, I wanted to kind of talk about the fact that UFO technology and visitations are really all through this Bible. Um, And so I have a video of an entity in my home. That's very creepy um, get that thing out of there, um, Choya says that, so, um, hopefully it's a, uh, a friendly one if you do have one, um, 1 Corinthians says, there are heavenly bodies and earthly bodies, but the glory of the heavenly is of one kind, and the glory of the earthly is of another, and so, you know, we hear about, there's kind of hints to all of this in there, and if you read it through that lens that I'm talking about, um, you get a really different picture of the Bible and you get a different picture of what all of these ancient scriptures are talking about. And that's why I called this extraterrestrial scriptures, because um, I see them throughout the entire Old Testament, including the New Testament. Uh, And I think Christ came to talk about something a little bit different than what we hear about with these extraterrestrial occurrences. Now there is a part where he is led into the desert um, the prince of this world, Satan, the devil, whatever you want to call him, took him and said, I'll give you all the kingdoms of the world. Just bow down and worship me. He said, well, you know, won't you, uh, be attended to by angels, blah, blah, blah. So he's tempting him. And then after this fast, after Satan left Christ, it says that he was attended to by the angels. And I wanted to share that, sorry, I'm crunching down on my, I start with a cough drop so I can talk through this. Um, I wanted to bring that to our attention because I was watching something the other day about how Tibetan monks, um, specifically like the highest form of them, will do a practice called rainbow light body practice. Um, And this is very controversial, so I'm not telling anyone to do it at all. I'm just telling you what they do. Um, they will meditate so heavily and fast so long that their body actually shrivels up. And they showed this on this show I was watching, and it's really not pretty. I don't suggest looking it up. Um, It's very, very detrimental to the human body to the point of, uh, you know, where the body will be unalived. And, And I believe that when Christ was in the desert fasting and praying, he probably got to a similar point. And when it says the angels came to attend to him, I think literally angelic beings, extraterrestrials, whatever you want to call them, came and using their technology because they're physical. They're in a higher physical realm than us, but they are physical. Um, And even here in Corinthians, heavenly bodies and earthly bodies, you know, depends on what type there's like hundreds of different types of angels. But I believe that Christ was literally ministered to by these extraterrestrials who did certain types of healing on his body and rejuvenation. Uh, You can even look at the Integratron in the desert in California, which was built to mimic a lot of the biblical technology talked about. The guy that built it, um, I think he's passed away since, but um, it was supposed to be a human uh, revitalization device based on extraterrestrial technology. So uh, anyway, really, really interesting. So um, let's see, what am I looking at? So this is just a UFO hovering over a church. It's a piece of artwork I made today. Um, I do a lot of this artwork and uh, I, I get to see things that I don't see in real life. So I think this is, you know, modern extraterrestrial technology meets ancient beliefs. I think it's beautiful. So my artwork is not for everyone. But a lot of you guys that have the same ideas that I do and thoughts and inspirations Really appreciate my artwork, and we've we've had a lot of people love the shirts, and we've got a couple of mugs over on the website, um, but I really like doing this stuff, especially, and I do it every day for what we're talking about. I try to be very relevant so you guys see fresh content and uh, fresh ideas. Thank you guys for the roses. God bless you. Um, let's see. Um, looks like a blimp, uh, but cool. Uh, take on it. Nice work. Thank you, uh, Stephanie. I appreciate that. Uh, choice is nice colors. Thank you. Yeah. I love colors. Like I'm a big color, color fan and, and I love like the glassy kind of colors. This was taken from like Enoch's description of the rooms of crystal that he walked through. He was taken up into some sort of craft and he could see all of these flashing crystals and stuff that looked like it was on fire, but was cold to the touch. And so, you know, again, we don't know. We've seen these things, you know, in little sparkly balls in the sky, or people have had experiences I never have, um, but I think I think this is a cool representation of it. So, really, what I wanted to do today, um, in kind of a short form here, um, is just talk about how many times in the Bible there really are discussions about extraterrestrials. Ezekiel's wheel inside the wheel. Go read that. Um, read about Elijah going up on the the chariot of fire, read about Moses and the burning bush, read about Yahweh descending on Mount Sinai. And if you listen to my other podcasts, you understand that I believe, and scripturally, I believe the data is there to show that Yahweh is not actually El Elyon, God Most High, that Christ said, my Father is God Most High, Um, And that actually Yahweh in the Old Testament is one of these higher evolved extraterrestrial entities supposedly Serving at the will of the Most High or maybe not even serving maybe enslaving humanity Under the old law and Christ came to actually break that Really bad theology on this channel guys If you want good theology, good safe doctrinal theology Different channel Uh, I'm here just to expand your mind, open your thoughts Uh, help you read the text with a brand new uh, vision of what might be, because none of us know, even the scholars that know, they don't know. The only way we can know is internally by God inspiring us on what it actually means and giving us our own vision into it. And for me, that knowing is is ever-evolving, ever-changing. And so I hope you guys have the same type of, are you religious at all? Um, I am, you know, I grew up very religious. I grew up very religious, so I'm not religious at all anymore whatsoever. So if that answers answers your question, I do believe in God. I do believe in Christ. Uh, I believe Christ is in us already, ready to raise to new life. I believe he came and talked about a much different God than the God of the Old Testament. And I just don't think that people that try to say that the God of the Old Testament is the father of Christ. It's just a different character. And anyone that says that that's the same God, then to me, you have to, we have to adopt the idea that our God is a bipolar God. And I just don't think that that's true. I believe God Most High is loving and pure and has a perfect plan and created us beautifully. And that these maker gods that we hear about, and this is not just in the Bible. You can read Sumerian texts, Egyptian texts, Mesopotamian texts, all the way back, you know tens of thousands of years uh, as far as we can even find data you hear about these extraterrestrial visitations of the gods or sons of god or the shiny ones as i talked about yesterday with the birth of noah story that we that most of us have never heard the birth of noah story which is right in the book of enoch and i read from that yesterday so uh jeff miller says i believe that too thank you very much uh, yeah god's the only time traveler absolutely Um, let's see, uh, long story short. Yeah, doggy. That's what I do, man. My long story shorts are always long. I try. I'm, I'm super ADD guys. So you guys that come on here and try to smash me for that, that's just the way I am. And, and it's a gift. It's a gift from God. I'm able to do this kind of thing and actually talk for an hour. And a lot of people can't even live stream for 20 minutes. They get bored or uh, they don't know what to say. And I can sit here and just ramble on and, and take questions and talk about stuff. It's literally a gift. So you guys that slam me for it, you know, it, it's my gift. God gave me that gift. So uh this is so refreshing to hear. Thank you. Uh thank you, Heart Uh Wild, for being here. I really appreciate it. Um I didn't see your comment. Um let's see. Uh, What is actually an alien? A being not from this planet, right? So God, the angels, demons are all alien. Absolutely. Very good comment. Very, very good. Uh, So yeah, I mean, at a core, aren't we all alien anyway? So um, is the book of Enoch the only book you recommend? Um, Stephanie, I recommend a lot of books. That's mainly the one we're going through now. It has like a hundred chapters in it and I will probably be in the Book of Enoch for several years, to be really honest. Now I do try to jump around. Uh, I've had people request Jasher.' Um, I've, I've read from Ezekiel, We read some Revelation. like so I try to, but Enoch to me is kind of the secret key that ties together a better understanding of what the Bible actually is. because it was left out because it wasn't considered inspired by God, because it's what's called pseudepigrapha, which means that Enoch did not write it. Um, But most people go, oh, well, Enoch didn't write it. It shouldn't be in the Bible. Well, there's a ton of books in here already. I think there's like seven books in the New Testament alone that are pseudepigrapha that they're attributed to someone, but they didn't write it. And in fact, multiple people wrote them. And you can tell the tone changed throughout the book. So um, that is... Kind of my opinion, and that's why I talk about Enoch and recommend it because I'm able to just continue reading it and get so much freshness from it. Um, I also have the Lost Gospels on my website. Everything's over at www.cubcooker.me, C U B K U K E R.me, and everything you buy over there directly supports my channel. But I have the Lost Gospels on there. The Gospel of Thomas is one that I highly recommend. It is a Gnostic gospel which is very demonized by the modern church. Uh, in fact, I've heard several sermons recently just totally ripping uh, a new one for uh, Gnosticism. But Gnosticism is basically the idea that knowing Christ, the knowing of Christ, is what saves, not this like person of Christ, and that Christ has been manifest many times in history um, and that he is an entity that is within us already. The logos of God is the divine computation not just the written word, because the church turned this into the word of God. When the actual word of God is within us, it's within all things in this matrix. Um, Also, Gnosticism is where we get movies like The Matrix from. Like, literally, the movie The Matrix is basically Gnosticism in a nutshell. The idea that we've been trapped by these maker gods in this matrix I didn't know all of this when I developed my theories and my ideologies around this. I've been praying for several years now for God to reveal all truth to me um, and that I was willing to give up anything for it. And by the way, I have. I lost my house, my business, my friends, my church, um, and he's given me with both hands uh, you know, all kinds of amazing things. Now I have this now. Um, I get to do this every day full time, which is amazing. But I definitely did have to literally give up a lot to get these types of understandings that I have. And when I say understandings, I don't think that I'm any better than anyone else. Like It is not like that at all. It's just I needed understanding. I needed to quit believing something because I was told and start understanding the why and the how and all the mechanics of it. Because it was really important to me, if I'm going to believe on something and have faith in it, I want it to be real and tangible and manifest things in my life. It didn't need to be physical and it didn't need to be doctrinal or theological for me to find benefit in it and enlightenment in it. And God has just done that in ways that are so weird. And then I find out that there's actually an old version of the church right after Christianity was born that the Gnostics came out of. And they were very heavily persecuted by uh, the early church like in Acts and they kind of went into hiding. And depending on who you ask, you know, history changes depending on who you ask. But a lot of the data I've found, they kind of had to go into hiding into another area. And they buried a lot of those texts of their understanding of Christ. Um, and a lot of that threatened kind of that early church of trying to make sure that Christ was the Jewish Savior. Like the, the Savior of the Hebrew people. And that he was tied to that line But there's even a lot of stuff left in the Bible to show that he's not tied to that Hebrew roots line. And there's a big Hebrew roots movement going on now. I was into it personally. I've got a Bible over here that's all Hebrew translation. It's in English, but it's all based on the Hebrew words. Um, and I think it's beautiful and cool, but I think that Christ was really something totally set apart. I mean, you look at Noah, the Noah story and how he was born. You look at Enoch and he's literally hanging out with angels. Like I said, tomorrow we're going to talk about Melchizedek, uh, the order of his priesthood and who Christ is in that order and that priesthood. Uh, And we're going to talk about magic versus sorcery, which is really important to understanding who Christ was in his timeline. Uh, And what we're supposed to be doing today to manifest the reality of the kingdom of God rather than the kingdom of heaven. Because there's magics and sorceries of the kingdom of heaven, which is a physical realm that these extraterrestrial angelic entities can travel between different realms. But they're still of the physical realm. But there's a spiritual realm that El Elyon, God Most High, dwells in. And the kingdom of God is within us. And Christ said that. And I can show all of that. And we've talked about that before. But um, So let's see. Uh, the bad guys are leaving the planet. The superheroes are here. we got a lot of people that are planning on getting on rocket ships and heading to different planets, if that's what you're talking about. Uh, New Earth dragons. So yes, um, that's... Uh, we got a lot of people that are ready to go to a different planet, but I'm ready to be here until um, until it's my time to transmute into a different reality, um, and so anyway, New Earth Dragons, love your channel by the way, God bless you, uh, I watch your stuff every day, love what you're doing, uh, love the ones you did a few weeks ago, the water and the clouds and, and the dragon in that, like you're... Your spirit is beautiful, so thank you for being here on TikTok. And guys, we got a lot of beautiful souls here on TikTok. And, and if you guys are watching on Facebook, on Facebook, all we ask, we welcome everyone. We love everyone, and we just, we want everyone to have an open mind and become one tribe. That's, that's what I want. I think that's what a lot of these creators want. Uh, and there's a lot of people trying to stir the pot right now. Um, on on all different sides, and to me, they're all feathers of the same bird uh, flying into the sun, and and we want to just be in the sun, not go self destruct in it. So, uh, I'm speaking in code, if you guys get what I'm saying. So, doesn't matter what side of the lines everyone's on, they're all feathers on the same self destructive bird. If if you get my uh, if you get my drift, so. Uh, we wish and, and impart love and light and openness and honesty on everyone. Uh, honesty being that, hey, I don't know. I'm not here to teach you and say this is what it is. I'm just saying I don't know. But here is the understanding that God has given me right now. So uh, Let's see, New Earth Dragons. Uh, lots of love, lots of dragons, lots of fire. Thank you, New Earth Dragons. Uh, and then she said, you guys go check her channel out, by the way. Awesome, awesome channel um let's see did i miss any other uh um, let's see there's a good question and i will come back to that uh you are a dragon dragons are all about truth and love to teach thank you so much uh, i feel like one someday i definitely do i feel like a rainbow colored one someday so uh, what's your take on greek mythology i think just like sumerian mythology egyptian mythology Uh, Hebrew mythology, I think it's all tied together. I think that these pantheons of gods, I think the same gods visited different peoples and managed tribes. We see that at the Tower of Babel. That's another one of my scriptural ideologies around the idea of ancient astronaut theory and understanding the Old Testament gods. Because God was like, hey, I'm going to send you out amongst the earth, and I'm going to scramble your language, and by the way, I'm going to send you with your gods. And that was around the time when Yahweh said, I will take Israel as my portion. And that's why I believe God is uh, not Yahweh, but rather El Elyon. Um, and again, I'm, I'm not saying that's gospel truth. That's my understanding. And I think if you look into it the way I am, you'll find the data too. Um, and it's, it's hard because you have to let go of everything. And, but when I lost my house and I lost my business and all my clients uh, and I lost friends and my church and family members that just didn't even want to talk to me anymore, and I'm not demonizing any of them. I love all of them, but I'm just saying when you lose everything that you think you have to have in your life and then God puts you into a brand new timeline and then you start finding truth, that makes it easier for you to adopt some of these ideas. So don't step into it lightly. If you're ready for truth, it might cost you everything. And I say that because some of you are on here and you're either going to Put your toe over the line and keep walking towards truth or you're going to go back to safety and comfort. And for me, I had to just dive in because I would be wondering the rest of my life. And I would rather lose it now and have time to gain it all back. Uh, But gain it back, you know, there's a verse in the Bible that talks about being built on sand or built on rock. Um, And a lot of people say that's the rock of Jesus. And that's fine if you believe that. But I'm talking about the rock of truth. The rock of inward light. The rock of something that's spiritual that cannot be shaken or changed. It can only be flowed through you. And when you look at the physical matrix, the physical matrix is all these little particles bouncing off of each other and trying to make a rock when it's not a rock. It's all sand. And so that's just my weird take on it. Somebody a second ago said, show scripture supporting your theories. Uh, we don't live on a planet, bud. I say planet loosely, um, our domain. I don't know what we live on. One day I feel like my understanding is uh, definitely not the traditional theory, but then the next day I feel like, you know, I, I don't understand how we could be duped that bad. So, uh, But then I find stuff like I do about the whole Yahweh paradox and him being uh, the prince of this world and maybe even the Satan that took Christ up to the mountain uh, and showed him all the kingdoms of the world. And so um, so I do say that with a grain of salt. That's not my domain, though. There's a lot of channels that study that, and that's very important to them. God just didn't give me a heart for that. And to me, I honestly don't care. Um, that's just how I am on the whole round or whatever earth thing. Um, Realm. Yeah, realm is a good good term for it. So our realm. Um, so anyway, uh just a few more ancient astronaut scriptures here. Um consequently, you're no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with God's people and also members of his household. And that's in Ephesians. Now you can say, Well, you're talking about grafting into Israel. Well, everybody wants to make it that, but maybe we're talking about something higher than that. Maybe we're talking about Uh, the order of Melchizedek. Maybe we're talking about something that's a bit more magical, a bit more mystical. Maybe we're talking about something uh, that we're no longer foreigners in this realm, but now we're a part of the family again. Um, Ephesians, our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers and against authorities and against the powers of this dark world, against spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. So here's what's interesting about that. If you read that, chapter in a different version um, go look at uh, the original translation on that you can look at the strongs and um, it's talking about powers and principalities those are types of angels by the way little little things like that we've just lost we just don't we don't have that anymore uh, I love the way you think etc etc oh nice name I like that it says thank you so much I really appreciate that so Uh, But yeah, this, this in Ephesians is actually not just talking about that kind of puts us in this worldly mentality of like, you know, we're just in a spiritual battle. Everything going on is just a spiritual battle when really this is talking about like literal fallen angels, the powers of evil, extraterrestrials, you know, it's, it's like the whole thing. It's the whole package. And again, it's talking about the names of types of angels, powers and principalities. Um, thrones is one of them. I think thrones is in one of the translations if you look at the earlier translations. So uh I didn't get it all pulled up, so I'm not gonna on the page and go, wait a minute, what does this really mean? So um the the same law applies to both the native born and to the foreigner residing among you. Uh that's in Exodus, and so you know Exodus is a lot about the Yahweh um taking Israel and the Exodus with Yahweh. Uh, you see a lot of that. We're going to talk about that tomorrow, too. Sorcery requires blood. Magic requires faith. There's a big difference. The Magi came to Christ's birth. Um, and then you have Melchizedek, who was an order and Magi. Um, and Abraham came to him, and he blessed Abraham. So you see different orders here. You see the sorcery order and the Magi order. Uh, And this is a very controversial theory, but I'm going to start. I share stuff with you guys before I have it all worked out. And I continue to share stuff with you guys before I have it all worked out. If I wait till I have it worked out, we could be years down the road. And you don't want to wait that long, and neither do I. We want to talk about this and have open conversations and understand that all of this is up for interpretation. And our own personal experience of it. So I subscribe to your YouTube. I'm a binge watch tonight. Thank you, Sarah, etc., etc., etc. God bless you guys. And before I jump off, um, you guys have had some really, really nice things to say. Um, please, please, if you want to support my channel, check out the t shirts, guys. Tell me that is not beautiful. Um, you can grab this over on my website, www.cubcooker.me. So this is the UFO hovering over a beautiful ancient church here. Two crosses on it. Actually, there's three. There's one there. Uh, Beautiful sunset. I do all of this artwork. I use AI technology, but I work very hard. I don't just click a button and go, great. I have to do the right sizing, the right colors, the right textures. I go through tons of iterations of these to get the right image and put it on these shirts. Um, We've got a few mugs on there. We've got some socks. I've got some really cool visions of who Jesus is as a hippie in the 1960s over there. Beautiful, beautiful work. And this is a brand new shirt just dropped today. Now I'm gonna start discontinuing. I just discontinued four products today. So anything you want over there, honestly, I'm cycling this stuff out every week or two. Um, and so you may not ever see it again because I continue to make new artwork and whatever we're talking about and we're in, I've got new stuff coming out every couple of weeks. So I was going to do a drop every month, but I'm moving so fast in this. You may be one of only 10 people that get this shirt. Uh, I'm about to order one for me because I think it really represents a lot of my ideologies on, uh, ancient alien technology, uh, faith and religion, spirituality, everything that my channel is about is pretty much right here on this shirt, so um, anyway, but I love it, I hope you guys do too, I'm going to order one for me, I price them as low as I can while still being able to support this channel, just so you know, Uh, any clearance sales, there was a 20% off the other day, um, and I will drop another coupon uh, probably this weekend, so Um, I will, I always post that on my Facebook, by the way. So the coupons get posted on my Facebook. Um, but thank you for asking. Great, great question. And we're going to do Christmas. I'm going to come out. We're going to have a ton of shirts at Christmas and a ton of other stuff. Um, I'm not doing this to hawk stuff on you guys. If I'm going to continue to do this full time, I've got to bring you guys value in a way that I can afford to buy food. Uh, literally I do this full time and I'm living on my savings. So this is how I'm making a living this and my book sales. And I get a very, very small affiliate commission when you buy like books of Enoch and stuff. Say you buy books of Enoch, uh, and you buy a $20 set. I get about a fifty eight of that sale. So that's the low, low margin on these. I get about half of it by the time shipping, um, and the printing costs and the shirt costs and everything. So I'm still not making near what the price tag is on these. but And you guys don't need to know all the inner workings, but just know that I'm not trying to capitalize. I'm, I will never charge anyone for prayer. I will never charge anyone uh, for you know any kind of opinion or thoughts like that. Um, if you want to dive deeper with me, my book, God-Given Gifts of Brilliance, is a beautiful, beautiful way to just really get a hold of who you are as a spiritual being. And start using those gifts every day to literally transform your life. Um, I'm listening to that book myself right now. And it is absolutely life changing. And I wrote it and I don't even remember writing half of it. So uh, I think it's definitely God inspired in that sense. So um, anyway, I love you guys. I'm going to run. I'm going to go play some Frisbee today. But I did want to show off the new shirt. And thank you guys for being here. Um, Check out Ezekiel. Check out Enoch, check out the story of Noah I shared yesterday on the live stream, Uh, check out uh, Elijah uh, and the chariots of fire, check out Revelation and the New Jerusalem, which is a literal extraterrestrial type city descending upon the earth. All of these technologies that I talk about on this, I don't take away any divinity. I think that God uses technology, and I think a lot of this technology uses spiritual power as well to move it, to change it, to transmute it through different realms. Um, I think certain types of higher beings have to pilot different crafts. Like, guys, we don't even know. Like, we, we have no idea. We just think that we're all there is, and then all of a sudden we're just in a spirit realm. Like, we don't know how many levels of reality there are um i just find it amazing so that's what we're here to explore i love you guys uh cetera et cetera says have fun be safe love you guys thank you so much y'all have a beautiful day um and hit me up on facebook instagram youtube um and tiktok right here so and also the podcast the audio podcast is on spotify apple and anchor and then like every other podcast platform so y'all go check it out thank you guys so much um where do you think you will be at the end of your life i don't know physically where i'll be but i know i'm going to be with my creator not my maker but my creator so anyway i love you guys peace